More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, potato, potato. Are misunderstandings and disagreements coming between you and someone you care about? Let us help. The number is 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body uh, reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical theology of the body based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and I'm flying solo today. So my son-in-law had um, major back surgery this morning, uh, and Lisa is helping with the grandchildren. So (laughs) please keep his recovery in your prayers. He actually just got out of surgery, and it looks like he's doing well, but there's going to be a bit of a road to a complete recovery. So we do appreciate your prayers for him. But that means it's just me today and you. Looking forward to taking your calls on our show today titled Potato Potato as we look at those disagreements that separate us from the people we care about. Look, conflict is no fun, right? Nobody enjoys conflict, but it does seem like it's inescapable. And if you're struggling to resolve a disagreement between you and someone important to you, maybe you've been hurt by something someone said or did, but aren't sure what to do about it, Uh, or perhaps someone's upset with you and you're not sure how to heal that relationship, whatever the damage is between you and someone that you care about, we want to explore the next steps toward healing and overcoming those differences that divide. The number to call, 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's talk about those conflicts, misunderstandings, and disagreements that are keeping you from having the relationship you would like with your spouse, with your adult kids, with your parents, in-laws, frenemies, (laughs) extended family, you name it. If there's conflict, we want to help you overcome it. Again, the number 877-573-7825. You know, every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's theology of the body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, um, when St. John Paul was Pope, He gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years on creation, salvation history, the scriptures, and showed how those things together point to God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. Well, the theology of the body reminds us that our primary mission as Christians is to create communities of love out of the relationships we have with 
all the people in our lives. And one of the lessons that we all need to learn to accomplish that goal is how to manage conflict, tension, differences of opinion gracefully. Now, that can be challenging, but we need to make sure that we need, well, that we're not just doing, quote unquote, what comes naturally when it comes to managing conflict, because that's always a disaster, right? Someone offends you, you get your back up, you say things that maybe you regret later, or at the very least, don't make things better. Um, and it just spins out of control from there. So instead of doing what comes naturally, we need to invite God to be the mediator of those disagreements. We need to be intentional about asking the Holy Spirit's guidance on what virtues we might need to practice in a particular conflict to have more productive discussions. And we need to work hard to listen to each other rather than just reacting to each other. And you know, when I talk about the virtues that we might need to have in a conflict, when I mention that to, a, to cl our clients, uh, very often, you know, people immediately go to, well, I, I just need to be more uh, compassionate. I need to be more understanding. I need to be nicer. I need to, and that's, that's true. I mean, those are the, you know, it's important to be gentle uh, in these disagreements and find ways to um, communicate our concerns respectfully, charitably, kindly. Um, but, you know, it also, we have to be careful that this could be, sometimes the virtues that we need are um, assertiveness, you know, sometimes we need more honesty. Sometimes we do need to be a little more direct. Um, and, and so and sometimes we need to be stronger, right? And, and have more confidence uh, instead of allowing ourselves to be talked out of things we shouldn't be talked out of. You know, so it, it's, it's a combination of different virtues that we need to handle conflict truly gracefully. Um, but whatever the specifics, we need to remember that as Catholics, we aren't just called to be loving when things are going well. But to be loving, that is to work for the good of others, um, the ultimate good of another person, even in the face of those disagreements, even with those people that are hard to get along with. You know, we don't always feel affectionately toward people, but we do try to love them. We work hard to work for their ultimate good, uh, even in conflict. And so that's what we're talking about today. You know, conflict isn't a lot of fun, but it does come up an awful lot. And if you're struggling to resolve a disagreement between someone, between you and someone you care about, whether that's your spouse, your kids, family member, friend, you name it, we want to help you. I, I want to help you deal with that more effectively. Uh, today on More to Life, the show is titled Potato Potato, and we're talking about navigating those disagreements and misunderstandings. The number is 877 573 7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825. Let's talk about how to manage those conflicts, disagreements, tensions, and other issues that are coming between you and the people you care about gracefully. Well, let's take our concerns to the Lord, then I'm going to start taking your calls. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ. Your servant, St. John Paul, reminds us that building your kingdom means allowing your grace to flow through our hearts and cooperating with that grace to build stronger connections, what he called communities of love, between us and the people that you've placed in our lives. And yet, sometimes it's so hard to build those connections 
because we have misunderstandings, disagreements, conflicts, the things we say or do inadvertently hurt each other, and it can be hard to get past those wounds. So Lord, we bring those situations to you and we ask you to deliver us from them where possible. But in all cases, help us, teach us to, to respond to those challenges in ways that glorify you, that help us to be our best selves, that invite the people that we're in conflict with to be their best selves as well, so that we can work together to build your kingdom, even in conflict. Lord, we know what we want, and the other people know what they want, but help us to be humble enough to discern what you want and to take care of each other while we work together to figure that out. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great, pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Potato, Potato. As I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm flying solo today. My uh, wife, Lisa, and co-host uh, is helping with the grandkids while my uh, son-in-law recovers from a back surgery. I just ask you to please keep him in your prayers. But taking your calls today about dealing with conflict gracefully. So if you are struggling to resolve a disagreement between you and someone that's important to you, whether you've been hurt by something they said or did and aren't sure what to do about it, or they're hurt by something you said or did and aren't sure how to heal that relationship, or there's just tension and you're not sure how to get through it, let's talk it out. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. And with that, I'm going to Evie, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Louisiana on Catholic Community Radio. Hey, Evie, welcome to Word of Life. Hello. Hello. What's up? Hi. I can't. I can hear you, but I can hardly hear you. Can you? Speak? I can hear you just fine. What's your question, Evie? Um. Okay. Hey. Good morning. Um. I have an older son that lives out of town, and um, there's there was a certain thing that I wanted to do while I was visiting. I was staying at a pretty cool little motel and there was a a pool there and I wanted to bring my grandson and they said no and they didn't really give me a reason but then I find out like two or three days later that um the excuses that they gave me weren't the real reason and it causes conflict and argue because the reasons or the excuses they're giving me is like not up to to to, to how I know in my heart and I've been right before, and they keep on doing that. So I just wanted. So what? To know what can you can you tell me what they said to you, and okay. versus what the real reasons were? Okay. What happened was actually it started when I went there two years ago, and I wanted to watch my grandson. He was like one and a half, and he had a nanny. Okay, and she was going to go home, and I thought, oh, cool, I can watch Luca for like an hour and a half, just play with him or whatever. And they told me no. And they gave me all kinds of excuses. Well, that's what the nanny gets paid for and just excuses. That you, and so I found out like two days later because it, it really was on my heart. And I told my son, I said, look, I said, you're lying to me and I need to know why I couldn't watch Luca for an hour and a half. Well, guess what? They didn't tell me this two days before that. They told me when I was leaving to come back home, I didn't have CPR. 
And it's like, why didn't you tell me that two days ago? And we wouldn't have had this big conflict. I knew you were lying to me. It was on my heart. And I've been praying about it. And now you're actually lied to me because I needed CPR training. I said, don't you think that I would have done the CPR training if I would have known I would have hurt my son or my grandson? Something's wrong here. So they're not, they're not being upfront with me at all. So what was the follow-up to that? Have you had any other discussions since that time? I left. I left. And that's no, no, I, I don't mean what happened next. I'm saying, like, have, have you had other conversations since? Because you said that, that happened two um, years ago, and well, then the, the second situation with the pool yeah, just I occurred. Just, I, I just visited again, and I wanted mm. to bring my grandson to the pool where I was visiting mm. uh, again. And then the re- two days later or a day later when I confrontated and got loud about it, he said, oh, there was people there that were being too loud, and we couldn't have Luca by the pool. I said, why didn't you tell me that yesterday? Or two days ago, because I felt like I was forced to go to my daughter-in-law's parents' house to go to the pool. They said, oh, because it's private. And then my daughter-in-law said, what, you don't like my family? So it's like it has nothing to do with liking her family. It just has to do with I just simply wanted to go go, um, go, go to a little quiet pool. And in their eyes, when they came and visited, they saw these people that were being loud and obnoxious. And I thought, well, if they would have told me that in the beginning, I would have said, okay, we're not going to the pool. So, so right. So, so, so what, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm asking is, is between those visits, have you had conversations with them about, you know, what um, it would take they to... He, they, they don't, yeah, they don't, they don't talk about it. They won't, they won't, um, they won't straighten it out. It's their way, it seems like, or no way, and I have no say-so in anything. So... I, I well, uh, I, I guess what, what I'm, I, I hear what you're saying, but but I so so I guess there there are two responses. The, the, the first one is I, I want you to try to to make you know obviously they they when you make enough of a fuss about it they they tell you you know what what's what's really up. So I, I'd like you to use the in between times to to address the larger question of your relationship with your grandson to be able to say, you know, to your son, to your daughter-in-law, look, guys, I I. I you know, the last couple of visits have been tough, you know, because I, I would really, um, you know, like to be able to do some things with my grandson to be able to create create some memories. And I understand that you guys have you know certain concerns, you have certain ways you like to do things, and I want to be respectful of that. Um, but I don't know how to do that if you're not being honest with me about things. So, you know, between now and the next time, you know, what would you need to see from me to feel like you could trust me with your son? You know, what, 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 what do we, what, is there something we need to work on in our relationship? Is there something that, that you need to see from me, you know, in terms of like you were sharing, you know, getting CPR training or, or any of the other things that they might need? Um, because I'd like to have a better visit. You know, the last couple of times we've been together, I, I would say, hey, I'd like to do this. And then you, you know, you didn't want to tell me why you didn't want me to do it. Um, and it's just, it creates all kinds of conflict. So what do we need to do to handle this better next time? Now, I know you said that they won't talk about it. Um, but again, I, I think it, a lot of it depends on how we bring things up with people. And if you use that in between time, not, not just have one conversation, but, but you know, repeatedly kind of bring it up and say, look, I, I'd still like to work this out. Where are you guys at? And don't let it go. You know, so the next time you come, you, you, you've hopefully had those discussions ahead of time. Um, you mentioned uh, to our screener, and this didn't come up in the call, but, but you mentioned to our screener that, that they've accused you of being controlling. Uh, I, I don't know what that means exactly, um, but, you know, 
that leads to my second um, part to this. If they won't talk to you about those things, then it's you know, then it's probably you know whether rightly or wrongly. I mean, this may not be justified at all, but you know it is what it is. Um, they they may assume that if they tell you, you know, why you can't do X, Y, or Z with with your grandson, that you're gonna they're gonna get a lot of pushback, uh, and so they're just trying to avoid the conflict. And if that's the case that I would suggest that, and if they don't want to talk about it in between time, then I would suggest that you want to build up some relationship capital by just saying, hey, you know what, guys, I'm here to support you and to do whatever it is that you need me to do to make your life easier. I think, you know, and and I'm a a grandparent too, right? And and we want to uh, create magical moments with our grandkids we want to you know we don't have a lot of time with them necessarily especially if we if we have to travel to see them and we sort of have these plans in our head about what all the cool stuff i'm going to do right with my grandchild um and and sometimes that doesn't fit with what our kids uh, expectations or needs are and we end up making the trip about us and our needs um and instead of what can we do to support our kids in helping them to you know, have an easier time, to have a more pleasant time. Uh, so you know, if they're not willing to talk about this, especially if they've accused you of being controlling in the past, my suggestion would be to build up the emotional bank account by really looking at how you can be there to support them for the next couple of visits um, and really make it as pleasant for them as possible and demonstrate that you, know, you can be supportive, you can, you can kind of Get, go along to get along and really use whatever opportunities they give you to build a relationship with your grandchild um, so that in time they learn to trust you a little bit more and trust that, that, that you are more easygoing and are able to kind of accept their direction or accept their limitations or, or boundaries. The more you do that, the more likely it is over the long haul that they would be uh, that they would be willing to let you have one-on-one time with your grandson. So you know those are two approaches. Try the direct one first. If you're not getting anywhere, then then this uh, building up the emotional capital piece I think would be the, the best way to go. I'm also going to encourage you to check out uh, Lisa and my book, having meaningful, sometimes difficult conversations with our adult sons and daughters, because it does talk about how to build rapport in these sorts of situations so that you can have the conversations you want to have uh, and have them go well. Um, so check it out, Evie. There, uh, the, we have those resources at catholiccounselors.com, as well as many other uh, books and resources. Uh, again, the name of the book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Our Adult Sons and Daughters. Thanks so much for the call, and I hope that these suggestions will get you started. If there's more we can do for you, don't hesitate to reach out again. Well, I'm taking your calls today on More to Life about conflict on our show titled Potato Potato, our misunderstandings or disagreements coming between you and someone you care about. The reality is conflict is not a lot of fun, but it is pretty inescapable. And if you're struggling to resolve a disagreement between you and someone that's important to you, if maybe you've been hurt by someone uh, or you've hurt someone and you're not sure how to get past it, let's talk it out and find some grace-filled ways to manage those difficult Differences that divide. 877 573 7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825. More to Life will be back with your questions coming up right after the break. He was a doctor of the church, a Carmelite, and one of the most famous mystics of all time. Matthew Bunsen and the Doctors of the Church. 
St. John of the Cross wanted to help all Christians to become saints. One of his most important teachings was to encourage us all to learn how to love. For there is no love, he said, put love, and you will find love. He died in 1591. For more about the Doctors of the Church, visit doctorsofthechurch.com. Brought to you by the nonprofit Seton Home Study. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Garendi here. You thinking about homeschooling? Seton Homeschooling, 40 years of experience, 17,000 current students, pre-K through high school. They provide the books, the lesson plans, the counselors, the grading services, the tests. That's right, pretty much everything. My wife and I use Seton, some of our children. Tell you this, two of them got perfect ACT scores in verbal. And overall, the Seton students scored more than 100 points above average on the SAT. Over 30% higher on English and reading on the ACT. It's a rigorous program. You want to give the very best to your kids? Trust me on this one. Go with Seton. It is a beautifully rigorous academic program. Go to setonhome.org. That is setonhome.org. Underwritten in part by this not-for-profit. Are you looking for peace? Longing for joy? Want to meet the giver of all goodness? God is calling the laity to bring Ignatian prayer into the suffering world. Work for the new evangelization. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Order your free digital training and manual. Find true happiness and everlasting joy. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. And click on the red button today. It's free. Approved by the USCCB. Welcome back. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, flying solo today, but taking your questions about conflict on the show titled Potato Potato, as we look at those misunderstandings and disagreements that come between us and the people that we care about. If you're struggling with someone that's important to you and you want to find ways to heal the relationship, or at least identify the next steps toward resolving that conflict, give me a call. The number... 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Talking with Anne in Florida, who's listening to EWTN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 130. Hey, Anne, welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Well, um, after many, many years, probably a couple decades of estrangement, my, my husband brought his brother two hours um, from a town two hours away because he was ill. He had been essentially, he was close to homeless. He was basically living homeless and brought him here. And he's also ill. He had um, been, had bouts of cancer. And let me ask you, when, when you say that your, when you say that your brother-in-law was, was living practically homeless, is he struggling with mental illness or, or drug and alcohol issues? Again, what's the story there? Well, he's old. He's in his 70s. Um, his business had failed and his health had um, deteriorated to the point and um, things just were going badly for him. And uh, his wife was no longer in the picture. She basically bailed. And so he was on his own and he was just living in hotels. But my oh, husband okay. decided, loved his brother. He brought him here. We kept him here and 
help with his health and eventually got a um, place for him to live. He lives on his own. And therein lies the problem because we've been doing this now for going on two years, which we're, we, this is our commitment. Um, we're all, we're both fine with that. And we do our best. Mm-hmm. He has one child who lives a thousand miles away, loves him supposedly, but says, um, I, I've done what I can do. And so the, when she, when you say that, that, that well, this child has I, said, when I try to reach her. I reach out to her mm-hmm. in an email or something, and I get like two lines back. And my friend says, "She, you are guilting her. Let her alone." That's between her and, and her father. And I listen to you, and you say that a child has an obligation to see that they. But sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but, I, so, I don't know. so what's your but question? How can stop. I how can I help you today? Okay, my question is, do I just drop this and just know that this is a lost cause um, and I don't have the deep relationship with her um, to get her support? Yeah, well, I did have one question. When you say anyway, that... and I'm when talking you, anyway. No, no, I understand. So, so when you say that... Um, she, you know, has told you, I've done everything I can do. That's, mm-hmm. do you, does she mean that practically speaking, like her life is too, con, you know, c- complicated to be able to do more? Or does she mean emotionally, I'm kind of done with this guy? I think both. Okay. I uh, No, no, I think she could, but she had, I don't know what happened in those years right. when we weren't, when, when we you weren't were estranged. Yeah, I mean, so there's a lot here. There, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, it's not just that his business failed. I mean, his wife abandoned him. There's clearly problems with the child. Um, he, you know, he was estranged from your husband for years and years. Um, so, you know, look, I, 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 yes, you know, do, do, do children have an obligation to care for their uh, elderly parents? Of course they do, you know, but we also should have world peace, right? There are lots of things that should be that just aren't. Uh, and you've been very generous in taking on the care of, of your brother-in-law, and I think that's probably where it's going to stay. What, what I would suggest to you is, is not to pressure the, the child to come and help, but to give her regular updates. You know, I just wanted to keep you posted on what your dad's doing, how, how things are going there, what, uh, you know, what's good, what's bad, and different, you know, and just check in how you're doing, and if, there, if there's anything that, uh, if any questions you have, basically, you know, keep it chatty, keep it informal, try to build a little bit of a relationship and connection and see if in time she'd be willing to come around a little bit more. But yeah, I think that you're going to be the ones on, on point for this, and you're not going to be able to force her to come around. Thanks for the call. Father Benedict Groeschel. Ah, oh, I love reverence. Wherever I go in the world, I usually go to visit the religious buildings. And no matter what I see, I see reverence. Awe. I've been in temples and mosques where I saw more reverence and awe of God than I see in Christian churches, even sometimes in Catholic churches. Oh, yes. Let me say it. When I was a boy, Catholics were much more reverent and respectful in church. You never, ever spoke in church. I was a young priest. A man had a heart attack at the beginning of Mass. I stopped the Mass. We prayed for the man while the police were coming, the ambulance. They removed him from the church. He didn't die. Not one word was spoken. The police officers and the ambulance attendants who came whispered respect. I wish it were true today. 
EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Have you found your passion in life? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. The late Betty White once said, quote, Everybody needs a passion. That's what keeps life interesting. If you live without passion, you can go throughout life without leaving any footprints. Do you have a passion? Finding your passion is often a real challenge. My wife's passion is sewing. When she sews, time just flies. If you haven't discovered your passion, pray, and then write down a few things in a journal. Create a personal vision statement. List your strengths, weaknesses, and charisms. Enhance that list with things you love to do. List the things you don't love. Write your own values. Pray and dream about what your passion is with Christ at the center. Listen for answers, then try something. Serve. Just do it. Are you dreaming big about finding your thing? God loves big dreams. He's a big God. Check out the Journey Strong tab for more on this at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. Our children don't belong to us. They belong to God. God gives his earthly children earthly parents because he wants them to be able to feel his love through your body and see his face in your eyes. Christian moms and dads are meant to be the face of God to our kids. That's a beautiful thought, but it can be a little intimidating. Don't worry. God wants to parent with you, and he gives us his grace to raise his kids well. That said, this mindset requires us to be open to parenting differently than how we were raised or what comes naturally to us. No matter how good your parents were, they weren't as perfect as our Heavenly Father is. And no matter how well we turned out, we aren't saints. Yet, every day, ask God to help you be the parent He wants you to be. Ask Him to give you the grace to love generously, correct gently, and let your kids know that you delight in the gift they are to you. Pray that God will help you be the parent He's calling you to be and enable you to bring out the best in your kids. To learn more, check out our book, Parenting Your Kids with Grace, or visit catholichom.com. Welcome back to More to Life. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and I'm flying solo today as uh, my co-host and wife, Lisa, is watching, uh, helping to take care of our grandchildren while our son-in-law recovers from back surgery. So please do keep him in your prayers. He's out, looking good. Took out a big chunk of his spine <laughs> and did some uh, repairs on some of the nerves back there. So please do keep his recovery in your prayers. But I'm taking your calls right now at 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Today's show is titled "Potato Potato," as we talk about those misunderstandings and disagreements that come between us and the people we care about. Conflict isn't a lot of fun, and if you're struggling to resolve a disagreement between you and someone important to you, whether they've hurt you with something they did or said, or you've hurt them and you're not sure what to do about it either way we want to explore the next steps toward overcoming those differences that divide and finding grace-filled ways to respond to conflict the number again 877-573-7825 that's 
7825. Right now we're talking with Rosalyn, who's calling from Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hey, Rosalyn, welcome to Word of Life. What can I do for you? Hi there. Good morning, Dr. Greg. I'm actually calling for advice for me to give to my daughter that's struggling with her in-laws. Okay. She's been married eight months. Uh, Her husband took a job in Florida, which is 30 minutes from his family, his parents. My husband and I raised a very independent daughter, and she has found out that her husband is still very latched on to mom and dad, and they have put their, how do I say that, everything that has come up with them renting a house, looking for tires on a car, looking for a security system to put on the house, the father and mother take control, do the research, sets up the appointment, then pays for it. And my daughter is she is having a conflict with her husband with the fact that she tells him we need to be independent. We are a married adult couple, and I appreciate what they're doing. But this is our life, and we can afford these things, but this is what her husband is used to. And he has a problem with the fact that she doesn't understand that they're just generous, kind people. So it's just, it's a very difficult situation. Yeah. And, and, and I don't, do you have any experience with these, with, with the in-laws at all? Do you, do you kind of, I mean, what's your take there? Are, are they, are they generous and kind people or are they, they are more controlling? Generous. They are very generous and kind people, but they have, they're very controlling that things have to be a certain way. Because I was going to say, authentically generous and, and and kind people, uh, you know, are willing to accept boundaries, right? You know, so like, you know, I could see a situation where, you know, as as a parent of an adult kid, I want I want to kind of help out, I want to be there, I want to be involved in their lives. But if they said to me, "Hey, you know, Dad, we really appreciate it, but would you mind backing off a little bit?" I, I'd be like, "Oh, gosh, I'm, I'm so sorry." Of course, you know, I get the impression that they're not those kind of people, though. Is is that is that fair to say? Well, I don't know how. Her husband, he's not there yet as far as seeing that he's a 32-year-old man that doesn't make one move without calling mommy. And okay, that's, yeah. And that's, well, and that's really the problem, right? It's, like, it's not really the issue with the in-laws. It's, it's, it's her issue with the husband. Well, but, but no, I mean, it is and it isn't, right? Because you know, there's nothing she can do on her own to set boundaries with the in-laws unless he's willing to support that. So, you know, if, 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 if they were on the same page, then there might still be some conflict with the in-laws, but they'd handle it. You know, the real, this is really more of a marital issue than it is an in-law issue, right? So um, the, for, what I would suggest to you uh, to advise your daughter is to say, look, you know, you guys need to be able to figure out you know, how to have a real conversation about the kinds of boundaries that you need to set with the in-laws. What, what is, what is, where, are, where are the lines drawn, right? You know, to what degree are they allowed to be involved in, 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 in our lives as a married couple, right? You know, where, where would you ask? I mean, I would ask, have her ask him, you know, where would you draw the lines? You know, are they allowed to, uh, would they be allowed to dictate our parenting? 
Would they be allowed to dictate, I don't know, our, our decorating? Would they be allowed to dictate, our, I don't know, I mean, let's be ridiculous, our intimate life in some way? Like, wh- where would you draw the lines, honey? You know, where, where would you set the boundaries? You know, kind of just ask him the question. Cause I, you know, r- right now he's not thinking of that question, right? What he's thinking of is this is the way things are, and now I have to defend my parents from my, my bride who's attacking them. You know, if, if, if so the first step would be her just posing the questions, posing the question, where would you, where do you think there, there should be appropriate limits between, you know, w- w- us and your parents' involvement? If, if, if I were to back out entirely, you know, I'm not saying I will, but let's just say for the sake of argument that I did, um, where would you draw the lines? Where, where would you say this is too much? Because I really need to understand you know, how you see this, honey. Right. So, so instead of making this about, you know, attacking the in-laws, um, encourage your daughter to start a conversation about where he would set the lines and what that would look like. Because my guess is he's never thought about it. But if she could ask some, you know, maybe slightly more challenging questions about, well, what about like this issue? What, what role should they play in this part of our lives? What role do you think they should play in, in this other part of our lives? Really just get him thinking about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Or even ask the question like, so where would you say, you know, it's too much? You know, what would it take for you to kind of to, to say, okay, well, you know what, they're really, this is, this is, they've crossed a line here. What, what would that line be for you, honey? You know, so that she can understand where he's coming from with this. Um, because I, I'm going to guess, again, that, that he hasn't thought about that question. He's either just learned to go along to get along, uh, or he's been put in the position of having to defend the status quo. But he's not really thinking about how to rewrite this script so that they can be their own couple and what that would actually look like. Hopefully that conversation will go well. Um, if it does not go well, then the next suggestion would be to seek some uh, marital counseling early on here. And, you know, a lot of times people will say, well, gosh, it's not that bad. The best time to get marriage counseling is when it's not that bad so that you can get the skills to resolve those issues early on in the relationship. Because, you know, the, there's the, the, the second stage that falls after the honeymoon stage in marriage is the conflict and negotiation stage. Right. And that's where we try to figure out how we are going to handle things together. Right. I was a perfectly competent individual and you were a perfectly competent individual and we lived our lives our own way. Now we have to figure out how to bring those skills that we've learned um, and those ways of being together. Uh, so the next stage of marriage, the third stage of marital, marital life cycle is the is the new pattern phase, right? So we work through those conflicts and, and differences so that we can come to a place where now we've brought our two styles of being together and we've created a whole new thing that we can both live with about the way we clean the house and the way we manage conflict, and the way we pay bills and the way we, you know, handle in-laws and all the other stuff, right? A lot of couples don't ever get to the new pattern phase. A lot of couples hit that conflict and negotiation stage, and they just argue about whose way is better. Uh, and, and, you know, so having this conversation I'm proposing about, well, where would you draw the lines, honey? Or where have you drawn the lines in the past? And how could we use those skills here? Hopefully, that will get him thinking about, you know, how they could work together on this. But if they don't learn, the, but if they can't have that conversation and they don't learn those skills for negotiating those kinds of differences now, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hang them up for the rest of their lives together. You know, I, I know couples who've been married 30, 40 years who are still in that conflict and negotiation stage because they've never been able to get over the hump of, of, of coming to that new pattern phase where they've decided on mutually rewarding ways to handle their lives. So, you know, that would be the second suggestion is to get the help now 
that they need to resolve those things. By the way, I do talk about this in, um, in, in my, at least on my book, Just Married, uh, which looks at the first five years of marriage. Um, and it talks about you know how to what kind of a, a boundaries do you set with in-laws and how do you how do you work that out and, and and lots of other conflicts that tend to happen in the first five years of marriage and I walk through those stages too that I was just describing to you so the name of the book just married the Catholic Guide to Surviving and Thriving in the First Five Years of Marriage it's available at CatholicCounselors.com maybe you pick it up for her and, and uh, give her a copy uh, and, and talk through it with her. But but again, the first uh, the first conversation would be just, you know, where would you set the lines? If that doesn't work, then seeking some additional support to learn those skills. Uh, the book will, will be a, a good place to begin, but if there's more that we can do for her, don't hesitate to have her reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com to discover grace-filled ways to respond to those marital challenges. Rosalind, thanks so much for the call, and if there's more that I can do for you, you know where to find us. 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five is the number to call. We're talking about managing conflict today on More to Life on the show titled Potato Potato. Conflict isn't a lot of fun, but it seems like we can't avoid it. Are you struggling to resolve a disagreement between you and someone who's important to you? Maybe you've been hurt by something they did or said, and you're not sure how to respond or whether you even should. Or maybe someone's upset with you and you're not sure how to heal the relationship. Let's explore the next steps toward overcoming those differences that divide today on More to Life. The number 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. As we head out to the break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from James chapter 5, verse 16. Confess your sins to one another. And pray for one another that you may be healed. Because the fervent prayer of the righteous person is very powerful. So this verse uh, refers in, uh, to confession in two ways. The verse before it talks about, about anointing of the sick and calling the, the presbyters to, to come and bless those who are sick. And if they have any sins, their sins will be forgiven. Uh, but then it, so, so there is that element of, of confession here, the sacrament of confession. But, but, they're all, but James is also talking about the need to confess to each other, to, to confront each other gently and lovingly with the things that we've done wrong so that we can work through those things instead of harboring resentment in our hearts. And he's also pointing to something that I talked about at the very beginning of the program, letting God mediate those discussions, you know, coming together with the person we're striving with uh, or struggling with and bringing that conflict to the Lord. If, if they're willing to, if not, then we bring that conflict to the Lord and we say, Lord, and I know what I want, and they know what they want. Help us to figure out what you want, and help us to take care of each other while we work together to figure that out. The more we're able to take that approach to resolving conflict, the more we can put ourselves in a place where we are, as the theology of the body teaches, receptive to the movement of the Holy Spirit, instead of just reactive and operating on our own power. The goal for all of us, in any, for any Christian in any conflict, is not to push our agenda, but to really be willing to listen to what God wants to make out of this situation. And of course, God wants to give us the grace we need to meet our needs, as well as meeting the other person's needs. But we need to pull out of that polarized tendency to say, your needs versus my needs, or your way versus my way, and instead say, okay, God, we don't know how these things fit together but you do. 
show us how to figure out what your will is and help us to take care of each other in this conversation while we work to get to that point. It'll change everything. All right, taking your calls at 877-573-7825. The show is titled Potato Potato, and I'm talking about conflict today on More to Life. So if you are struggling to resolve a disagreement between you and someone you care about, give me a call. 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your questions coming up right after the break. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. As Catholic parents, we know that parenting can be hard, frustrating, and lonely. But it doesn't have to be that way anymore. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak from More to Life, inviting you to become a premium member of Catholic Home. That's CatholicHOM.com. It's an online community dedicated to supporting faithful parents like you. At Catholic Home, you can chat with our team of family life coaches every day. Get expert help with discipline issues. Self-care. Creating a stronger marriage. Living your faith at home. Or just coping with the stress of being a Catholic parent in today's world. In addition to the personalized expert support you'll get as a premium member of CatholicHOM.com, you'll get access to tons of creative resources. Check out entertaining videos that teach your kids to get along with each other and love the Lord. Downloadable activities. Monthly live parenting Q&As. A supportive community of faithful parents. And tons of other benefits like our exclusive Catholic Home podcast. Go to CatholicHOM.com today and become a premium member of the Catholic Home community. Remember, that's CatholicHOM.com. We can't Can't wait wait to to see see you there. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Welcome back. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and the show today is titled Potato Potato as we talk about conflict and how to manage those disagreements between us and the people we care about. By the way, you know, one of the most challenging areas for disagreements is marriage and family life. And I wanted to let you know about Catholic Home. That's catholichom.com. We've restructured it recently. And right now, everybody who signs up gets one free trial of one free month to access all of the resources that can help you build a more loving, connected, caring Catholic household on mission to love like Christ. Find out about our Catholic Home Foundations course to get the whole family on board with building a more loving and faithful household. We've got tons of great resources like podcasts, monthly downloadables, uh, great community for discussion, monthly live streams, and a ton of other stuff. Check it out, CatholicHOM.com, to discover how you can build a more loving, 
caring, connected, faithful, and joyful Catholic family life. Catholic Home is the antidote to today's culture. And if you are looking for resources to support you in becoming a more confident Catholic parent, Catholic Home is the place to be. So go to CatholicHOM.com, and as I said, everyone who signs up as a new subscriber gets one free month full access to all the resources on the Catholic HOM platform. Check it out. With that, we're taking calls right now about dealing with conflict on More to Life. Let's go to Heather on line three, listening to Spirit Catholic Radio in Illinois. Hey, Heather, welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Oh, um, <laughs> I didn't realize you got turned over to me. Thank you very much for taking my call. And I'm having a conflict at work. Um, I'm single and alone, and that kind of, I think, leads into this as well. I do have parents that are older that I have to do responsibilities and take care of for them. But I'm having trouble asserting myself at work as well as um, trying to explain when I'm um, overloaded with uh, my work job, as it is right now. I'm a teacher. Um, I have four preps. Um, often I stay way beyond other people at my school just trying to plan um, 5.36 at night. And um, most of my coworkers, their response is something along the lines of, well, you're not doing your job right or efficiently or uh, you're not doing it the way I would have done. And I don't know how to navigate exactly how um, to explain to them that I would just like, you know, appreciation. I, I don't mind their suggestions as long as they're not kind of um, – making me, you know, feel like, you know, or trying to tell me I'm inadequate at doing my job, and that's why, you know, it's taking me so long to do it. Um, but I'm having trouble with the faith life because I used to be a really bold, robust person and just used to lay everything on the line, and now with my faith life, I'm kind of a more of I'm offering it up, you know, I go to God in prayer with it. But I'm like sometimes there needs to be a conversation with people um, because they're kind of breaking the relationship um, with you and vice versa if I handle it my own way. So I just need help navigating and explaining to people, you know, I don't know what, what I'm going through with the stress of it, but also... Um, well, I, I guess, I, you know, I mean, well, I mean, I, I, so, so, so I guess, you know, I mean, I mean, I understand what you're saying and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I certainly can appreciate that that's frustrating to be getting that kind of feedback. I don't honestly think their comments are really anything about you. Um, I think their comments have more to do with, um, you know, I mean, there are some, some of them are, they're trying to be helpful, but, but, but some of it also is, you know, in, in some ways they feel like, uh, they feel threatened in some way. Um, like, you know, well, she's staying so long, you know, that, that's not, that, that, perhaps the expectation would be that we should stay that long too, right? I, there's a little bit of that as well. I mean, at the bottom, at the, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what they think, right? You, you, you need the time to do what you need to do. And it doesn't, you know, um, and so, I, you know, I, I think it mat needs to matter less to you what they say, because you're not going to get them to stop is, is the point. Um, you know, you've, you've shared with our screener that you have, uh, you know, the, the, you have four lesson plans to do where most of them only have two. Uh, certainly you could share that, that basic information, but I think you probably already have, you know, it's, it's fine to say, look, you know, I've got twice as much work 
and so I need to do this, and I'm happy to do it. But but uh, I, you know, I just just would appreciate you backing off, right? Even <laughs> if you have some helpful suggestions uh, for being more efficient, I'm happy to do it. Or if you're seeing something. Uh, that I am doing, I'm happy to take that feedback. But but honestly, Heather, I, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it, it has to do with a sort of natural reaction that we all have when we see somebody who's working a lot harder than us to kind of respond to it in two ways. One, to try to be helpful, but two, uh, to be a little afraid that somehow they're showing us up. And that's more on, 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 excuse me, on an unconscious level. Um, than it is a conscious one. So, I mean, even if even if they wouldn't say that, if you brought it to their attention, there, there is a little bit of that going on. At, at the end of the day, you don't have to convince them of anything, right? I mean, it, this is the way you work. And, and if they can offer you any ways to be more efficient, uh, to have a more uh, you know balanced life, uh, to get things done more quickly, then by all means, be open to that. Uh, but if they're just simply, you know, kind of pushing you uh, or criticizing you, it's it's really not about you. It's it's about them feeling guilty in some way or feeling like, you know, the expectation is going to be from the administration that they should be staying till six o'clock too, and they don't want to have to do with that, deal with that, right? So, um, you know, I, I think that that you want to look at what would it take for you to set better emotional boundaries with it and let it not affect you quite so much by realizing that this really doesn't have anything to do with you. Um, by willing to be willing to take in whatever advice that they can offer that is helpful, um, but let the other stuff go, uh, and 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 ask God to really help you be less concerned with their approval, you know, or or their agreement, and put less energy into trying to convince them to uh, ratify your approach instead of just being confident and doing what you're doing and saying, look, this is the this is what my job takes, you know, I have more work than you guys do. So, you know, it's, it doesn't have to reflect on you at all. This is just the way I'm choosing to do it. So thanks very much. Have a nice day. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's, that's the thing. You know, a lot, of the, a lot of conflict that we get sucked into ends up being uh, about us trying to convince people of things. And that's kind of a non-starter, honestly, in most cases. If, if someone's going to accept what we have to say, they'll, they'll accept it right up front. Um, and, and, and trying to, you know, argue somebody into, you know, agreeing with us or, or validating us, especially when it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, I think one of the first things we have to ask ourselves is, you know, do, does their approval make any real practical difference in our lives? So, for example, you know, if this was a conversation between Heather and her boss, that'd be a different story, right? If, if the boss was saying, hey, you're not getting your work done on time, we need to talk about that. Well, you know, the boss's approval matters practically in this situation. But her colleagues, I mean, you know, it's nice to have that it's nice to have that that uh, support, but it's not really all that necessary. And so ultimately, we have to do what we need to do to get the work done. Thanks for the call, Heather. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out here again on More to Life. And that's all the time we've got for today's program. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you are looking for more resources to deal gracefully with the conflicts in your life, check out all the resources I mentioned at CatholicCounselors.com, including learning more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life through God's grace. Check it out, CatholicCounselors.com. Then get out there and celebrate the life God has in store for you, because with His grace... There really is so much more to life. Thanks for tuning in. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. 
More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.